first names. We're doing just first, first names. names. Yeah. I mean, you'll your name will be on the episode title. Okay. We're mm-hmm. going to be like Mary, Julie, and Jake. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cute. That is cute. I like that. <laughs> Hey! Hi, everybody. Welcome to Spoiler. My name is Barry. I'm John. Am I supposed to have a code name? (laughs) (laughs) We we fooled you. Right before this, we were like, okay, we're only doing first names. (laughs) And then we threw you a curveball. I said Barry because literally you could see my Starbucks cup. It says Barry. And I thought it was a cute yeah, that's cute, cute name. I said John because you said Barry, and then I thought of the first name that wasn't Julie. <laughs> what do you want your nickname to be? Jake. Um, I'll be Dick. Okay. <laughs> I like Dick. Barry, We're Barry John, John, and Dick. And Dick. <laughs> Barry, John, and Dick. Welcome to Spoiler. <laughs> we have Dick on today. <laughs> yes. It feels Dick, right. Yeah, right? It fits you in you a look, good way. Don't take this the wrong way, but you look like a total <laughs> dick. <laughs> You're definitely a dick. You know, actually, way. You look I like, like a ran dick. a party last week. And um, there was like three people who thought that I introduced myself as Dick. Jake, you said Jake? Yeah, I Jake? said Jake every time. But then I started I doubting guess... myself because it literally happened three times. <gasps> wow. Wait, were you in a loud atmosphere? Eh, yeah. I mean, like, it was a party. I'm Dick. I'm Jake. I'm Dick. <laughs> classic Yanny Laurel situation. <laughs> really, truly. Wow. Mary well, thank Barry. you for being here, Dick. Thank you for being here, Dick. Jake. Um, um, we are excited. We're very excited because today we are doing the movie Blazing Saddles. I'm mm-hmm. sure everybody knows this movie. And Dick Jake here mm-hmm. uh, has not seen the movie Blazing Saddles, but he has seen the last 90 seconds. And based oh, off yeah. of that very confusing last 90 seconds, he's going to tell us what he thinks this movie could mm-hmm. possibly be about. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do my best. We're, we're here with you. There's no right um, or wrong. Yeah. There is only... Right. Right. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's no right or wrong? There's only right? There's um, there's a better saying than that. Yeah, I feel like that's... <laughs> there is no right or wrong in improv. There is only weak or strong. Wow. Mm-hmm. Somebody said that. there's no wrong and there's only right? Okay, okay. let's say that. So, Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Um, we want to know what you do know about it, because you've obviously heard of the movie. Like, do you right. know any fun facts? Do you know anything... That we can like put on the table for as we go. Um, so my really like like I'd heard about Blazing Saddles my entire life because people talk about it, but mm-hmm. I don't know anything about the plot at all. My biggest memory associated with Blazing Saddles was um, when I was in theater school. Mm-hmm. I had a teacher who would call me. Um, I, I guess I had like a name that was similar to one of the actors or one of the characters that the Native American character in it. Mm. And um, <laughs> he would call me that in class sometimes. And I had no idea what he was talking about. And then he would like shame me for not knowing anything about Blazing oh. Saddles. And then instead of watching the movie, I just uh, yeah didn't. That character is um, cameoed by the director of this movie. Do you know who the director is? Is it Mel Brooks? Yes. Ding, okay. ding, 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 ding. Well, uh, I get, yeah. based off of that story, I get why you wouldn't have seen it. Because um, as we've talked about before, the more people shame you for not having seen something, the less you ever want to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like an obstinance thing. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, it's I don't like, need to see that movie. That's like the premise of our whole show is like, we, we want to define something good out of not knowing something out of a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cute. I like that. Yeah, yeah we are We're cute. We're celebrating John. our cuteness, Barry. Hmm. Wow. Uh, all right. So this movie came out in 1974. 
pretty old. I thought it was not that old. I wasn't even born yet. Neither. Uh, Mel Brooks directed it. It is 93 minutes long. They spent less than $2 million to make it, and it was a humongo successo. Almost $120 million in box office. So big, big success. Now, did you know either of the actors in the clip? Uh, yeah, Gene Wilder. Okay. And I don't know who the other actor yeah, is. Yeah, me either. I mean, I didn't know who he was. So originally, they were trying to option this movie for Alan Arkin and James Earl Jones. Okay. <laughs> Which is cool to think about that in the 70s. And then for some reason, that fell through, and they made it later with... Gene, I almost said Ke- uh, Wilder. You almost said Gene Kelly. Gene, <laughs> that would have been a Wilder. different movie. <laughs> I almost said Gene Kelly. That would be cool. And then I said I almost said Gene Wilder, which is actually. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just had an actual time space lapse in my brain. <laughs> like the right side felt like it moved physically away from the left. Anyway, that's a problem. Gene Wilder and the other the other star i don't know how to say his name what who do you know who he is no it's c l e a v o n that's his first name clevon i've never heard clavon. that name clavon clavon mhm little his last name is little clavon little has he been on anything else uh i don't i mean i'm sure i don't know his we're film experts. <laughs> we're yeah, running yeah, a yeah, film yeah, podcast yeah. and we're film experts. We know so every actor. Every it film. looks like he was on Broadway in the 70s before Blazing Saddles. Right. In Cats? What was he in? What was he doing? Um, hold on. He was in Pearly. P-U-R-L-I-E. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck is. <laughs> okay, then he went on to do Blazing Saddles. And then in the 80s, he was in primetime TV. And the movie Dear John. Wow. Sounds like he's had a just (laughs) amazing career. This is amazing. Okay. Um, Sorry. Laughing at something off screen. Okay. So, Mary. Yes. It was my turn already. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm going to share with you some choice. Why are you having so much fun? Yeah, I was in it. (laughs) So in it. I'm also low-key just suffering from the worst (laughs) congestion of my life right now. So it's just going to get progressively flimmier Mm -hmm. as we go along. And speaking of flim, what a perfect segue. (laughs) Um, I have some reviews here from Rotten Tomatoes um, intended to guide you on your journey today. Uh, And the first first one, wow, the first one comes from Jonathan Crocker at Film 4. And he says... It's tough to beat as an it's tough to beat as an outrageously flimmy deposit in Hollywood's spittoon. What? <laughs> He's one, calling this more, movie yeah. a flimmy deposit All in right. Hollywood's spittoon. I think what he's trying to do is make a play on words with the whole western movie trope. Gotcha. I cool. think that's what Jonathan was going for. Great job, Jonathan. Uh, Justin S. gave it one and a half stars. Jeez. Not good. Not um, good at Out of all. five. And said, Mel Brooks' character is terrible. Only a few minor funny parts. I give up on these stupid. <laughs> I give up on these stupid. These? I give up on these stupid. Just one long sentence. <laughs> Gavin S. gave it one star. And says... Humor has changed with time. Good point. This movie is no longer funny. 
watched on American Airlines flight to Vancouver. Hmm. I think that's an important, important part yeah, of the review. We need to know where it was seen. Um, Ken R gave it five stars and said, saw it when I was in the fifth grade, left me with a warped sense of humor for life. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody have one of those movies themselves? Mm-hmm. Do you want to share it with us, Julie? Does it have to be a comedy? No. Hmm. The Ring. <laughs> the Ring left you with a warped sense of humor. <laughs> I thought it was funny as shit when she cried out at a TV and killed a lot of people. <laughs> okay, my final one here. Uh, this is a two-parter, so everybody pay close attention. Okay. The dates are what really comes in handy here. Sean W. gave it three and a half stars on November 27th, 2013. And said, "Da fuck, D A F U Q, did I just watch? Da fuck, did I just watch? All right, Sean W. on November 9th, two thousand thirteen, had also given it three and a half stars, and said, "Da fuck, did I just watch? <laughs> now." This is I love how it still has three and a half stars with that. It's still like yeah, it's a very pretty, fair rating. Like it's still good. yeah, but it doesn't quite go with the comment. <laughs> to fuck, and he did it. He believed in it so much, he left the comment twice, weeks apart. <laughs> did he rewatch the movie? I don't know. It's either he either rewatched the movie and said again, "The fuck did I just watch?" <laughs> still three and a half stars though. Or he didn't think it posted and thought his review important enough that he would go back <laughs> he on. He like had restless sleep yeah, for like Oh my weeks. God, I didn't see my comment. He went back through to find his comment, couldn't find it, had to repost it. <laughs> or, or he truly is trying to figure out the movie and watched it twice Yeah, and didn't get it both times and was like reaching out to the internet. The fuck did I just watch? He's, it's a call for it's help. It's a call. Mm-hmm. And nobody's helping him because you can't respond. Oh, if you could respond to comments on Rotten Tomatoes or reviews, that would be if only. What was his username? Sean W. Somebody help Sean. Sean Tell him what the fuck he just watched. We like you. We like you. Wow. So there we go. Do you you feel prepared? Well, actually, this is freaking me out a little bit because (laughs) all of these like comments are making me feel like it's a crazier plot than I had previously imagined mm. not necessarily people be dumb also mm. we can we can help make your plot crazy because barry and i are crazy yeah <laughs> we're gonna throw some curveballs like we did right at the beginning of this right. episode we can be like the people in the writer's room who are like but what if there were zombies too also too also like what what were you telling me before we started recording that they called the writer's room for this a movie a rioter's like was, room because it was it a was riot a riot riot isn't it was funny or like yeah. scary they were throwing riot. molotov cocktails <laughs> <laughs> like it was a riot okay that's a that's a rioter's all right. room it was less of a writer's room and more of a rioter's room <laughs> it's a terrible joke so but yet maybe that also I helps told you. you about it you told dick about it we told Maybe the world good. about it just <laughs> Maybe it's now. a good joke. All right. So, sweet listeners, if you're still there, <laughs> please still be there. 
Uh, what we're going to do now is we're going to pull up the clip that we sent Jake earlier this week. So even if you've seen Blazing Saddles, um, sometimes it's hard to remember those final moments right before credits. And we just have to keep in mind, this is all he's seen. So this is about 90 seconds before credits roll. So Jake, I'm going to play it on mute so that you can kind of narrate just to oh, remind wonderful. the listener of like Great. where we're, where we're left at the end of the movie. Yeah. All right. Wonderful. Great. Okay. And if you want me to pause it, just tell me to pause if you have to set the scene. Cool. Awesome. So right now where we are, we're in like an old Western film set, it looks like. Stay There's... on the mic, though. Oh, sorry. sorry. No, don't say sorry. <laughs> and then we got, we have a man riding in on a horse. Mm. This is our um, our friend who is in Cats from earlier. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> cats on Broadway. Cats on Broadway. Okay, here we Pearly go. cats. And he's walking up to Gene Wilder on his horse. And Gene Wilder is carrying a um, thing of popcorn. But this is like the set that we're in right now is just like very, very old Wild West, except for his small, petite, like movie theater popcorn that Gene Wilder is carrying. And the two of them are talking to each other. And if I remember correctly, Gene Wilder says something like, hey, where are you going? And uh, Kat's friend goes, "Um, I don't know yet. And then Gene Wilder goes, oh, that sounds great. It's on mute, so I don't, I mean, this is not <laughs> verbatim. Mm-hmm. The two of them ride off together on their horses into the sunset until we reach a point where, like, a shiny Cadillac that must have been brand new when this movie came out, mm-hmm. it just pulls up to the side. And then there's two people who get out of the car. There's one person who just takes both horses as the two cowboys get off of the horses. And It just takes it off screen. And then the other one just acts as chauffeur to these two men. And then they just ride off into the distance together as if it was like on the horse, but they're in a Cadillac instead. (laughs) Mel Brooks is funny. It's 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 an interesting thing. Mm -hmm. It's very like uh, it feels very much like uh, like like airplane humor in a lot of ways where Mm. there's nothing in like the script that said that's necessarily funny, but there's just like all of these like visual comedy that's happening Mm. that are just like, um, I don't know. It's a style of comedy that I don't really see in movies anymore, but Mm -hmm. like it's very, um, it rings a bell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like not explained. Exactly. It just exists and is funny. Yeah. And you're definitely, it's airplane Mel Brooks. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember, but regardless, in a lot of the reviews I was reading, people referenced airplane. So yeah. you're already on to something. Yeah, there's like you're like on that, the pulse. There's like that first scene in like the opening credits of like airplane. There's like um it starts with like the jaws like airplane moving through the clouds where like there's the part of the airplane that's made to look like a shark fin and then they're yes, playing the Jaws yes. music mm-hmm. in the background. And it's like, you know, it's just like that kind of like visual comedy mm-hmm. that it's like I don't even know what it is, but it's so uh, dumb. It's funny. Yeah. So dumb. It's funny. Yeah. And it's airplane is not Mel Brooks. Pastiche. Mm. Also, when <laughs> I looked up airplane just now, I just went to the airplane like Wikipedia page about like the like actual craft <laughs> of an airplane. <laughs> <The aircraft. laughs> Julie just starts reading us the Wikipedia no. page of an airplane. An airplane, Mel, big bus and sky. Mel Brooks had nothing to do with this. <laughs> he did not build the Boeing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So wonderful storytelling. Yes, very wonderful. Your job, mm-hmm. with our help, great and antagonizing, um, much antagonizing, <laughs> is uh, what happened. Yeah, what were you? Who are what, these people? Do you want to start by telling us 
you watched that clip, you've watched it before. What were some of the first things that were inspiring to you or the things you latched on to that you're like, oh. I think like, like I think I really relate to, what was his name? Sean W. in the What the Fuck Did I Just Watch? Defuck. Defuck, Defuck sorry. Oh, so yeah. eloquent. God, Too I'm eloquent, Defuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just in that there's this last moment where the two of them are getting into this Cadillac together and driving off into the sunset. And it's like, it's obviously comedy, but like, there's in having nothing else to go off of there's definitely something about that that just like makes me feel like these this isn't just a regular wild west story this might be more than just like a joke of just these two men just driving off into the sunset in like an obscure way for two wild west protagonists to be riding off into the sunset Mm -hmm. in a way it feels more like it could be like um like like maybe this isn't an actual Wild West. Maybe this is a movie within a movie where Ooh. there's, you know, people filming these two actors who are playing like cowboys. Mm-hmm. Is okay. like that was where my mind mm-hmm. first went. I'm not sure though, because there's also that moment with the with the popcorn just, you know, in an otherwise completely Wild West thing. Yeah, like why does he have a Little yeah, why does he have a little popcorn. fucking thing of popcorn? Total non sequitur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it feels, the the set feels very set-like, exactly. but then maybe that's like a style thing. Yeah, yeah. So I feel yeah. a little bit lost with that because I can, I can imagine this plot line of like, okay, we've got this... We've got this movie in the 1960s of like these kind of like rough and tumble, um, like Wild West protagonists and I imagine that it would be these two men that we just witnessed and then also Mel Brooks playing a, a Native American which um, is what it is in yep. 1960s. It's totally fine. Yeah. It's nothing <laughs> if not not problematic. <laughs> <laughs> and I could just like imagine you know the three of them just um, you know kind of like doing like this buddy buddy kind of comedy thing mm-hmm. with like them you know riding into like banks and stealing from banks mm. or like, you know, getting into that like classic rugamaroo of yes. what mm. what's happening in the wild like west. Unlikely you know? trio. Exactly, yes. exactly. Like um oh what was the what was the new uh Cohen Brothers movie that, that they just released onto Netflix? Do you know oh, what I'm talking Buster about? Yeah. Yeah, Buster Scruggs. Scruggs. I haven't yeah. seen it, but I Oh know it's really good. But like I can Roger Abbott. It's who frame Roger Abbott. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. But I could just movie. so easily imagine like these three guys as characters in one of because the way that it's framed is it's like uh, story after story after story that are all taking place kind of like in you know the classic Cohen Brothers style of like mm-hmm. you know there it's like Wild West or like Gold Rush period, and it's just different characters existing and doing different things. And I could so easily imagine just these you know three guys getting into like you know bar fights, stealing from mm-hmm. banks, you know some like Robin Hood shit going yeah. on. Yeah, like and Mel Brooks un- also did direct Robin Hood Men in Tights. Really? So, yeah, he's so. got that in him. He's got it in him. So is that is that where you imagine us starting is with this this cast of three main characters? Yes. Or do we start post having all of them found each other? Or pre having found each other? I guess I would imagine that well, as as far as like from a cinematographer point of view, it would be much more interesting to have these three men meet each other, but I have no fucking idea how these three people are meeting each other. Mm-hmm, you right. know? Mm-hmm. And then why are they leaving in a 
Cadillac. Yeah, why would they leave in a Cadillac? And what happened to Mel Brooks, the Native American? Well, he definitely has to get killed. The story of the century, what happened to Mel Brooks, the Native American? (laughs) I think the answer is political correctness. Yeah, that could... um, I mean, it's probably for the best that he's not in the end of the film. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Too bad, man. Amazing. So... Should we start at the beginning and figure out how these three unlikely characters yeah. meet? Absolutely. Amazing. I answered the question for it. <laughs> yeah, we yes. should. Yes. <laughs> yes, we <Right>. should. <laughs> if, so. if you had to pick between Clavon and Jean, who do you think our main main character is? I think it's probably Gene Wilder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just being that he is the level of fame that he is. And also it's a movie in the 1960s and he's the white guy. Yeah. I know. I was, makes sense. I'm surprised there's a black lead in this in a comedy mm. in the um, 1970s i don't know in a movie like this doesn't it seem hmm. i feel so cross-eyed looking at you through this beam <laughs> i know like, i'm like looking at you through the microphone <laughs> don't you think this is why i'm never on the microphone oh, no. maybe like, imagine imagine a black person in in young frankenstein it's like very hard to imagine well it's also taking place in austria so yeah, well, well he was the lead in cats in- so that <laughs> shoots our theory to hell. The desert. That's <laughs> true. I'd have to go back through my cinematography. Whatever. I just thought it was knowledge. Weird. Okay. Possibly. So we have Gene Wilder. What? Let's name him. Yeah, let's name his character. Sorry. I know. Did you? Know? Um, just going along with this Coen Brothers theme, I'd just like to name him Buster. I think that's a cute name for him. Buster. Super yeah, cute. So we got Buster. Ugh, Gene Wilder's so cute. I know. And so dead. I actually. He's only a little dead. He, yeah, you're right. It's relative. He's relatively yeah. new dead. <laughs> it's not like as dead as like Lincoln. Did True. <laughs> if we're comparing deadness, he's Did not that you, dead. Did um, you grow up on Young Frankenstein? No, I didn't. I actually, the first time I watched Young Frankenstein was in college. Did you like it? I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just were talking about how we grew up on it. But I think more important than that for me with Gene was Willy Wonka. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He, oh. he captured the true darkness of that character. Dude, that movie's so creepy. So I good. mean, he's no Johnny Depp, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. Jake. True, true, true. <laughs> wow. That was your actual point of view. We would stop right here. <laughs> okay, end of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but Johnny Amazing. Depp, though, for real. Sweeney Todd, see you later. Bye. Okay. So, okay, so we got Buster. <laughs> What's yes, Buster's deal? Um, what the fuck is Buster doing? <laughs> so Buster. I think I, I think Buster is are going to be our classic cowboy. Mm, you know it. this like um, sort of like you know your Wild West like um, I don't know like Han Solo. Yeah. You know he's like he's this uh, he he's kind of like your anti-hero kind of sort of character where he's like stealing. Um, from anybody that he can and he's like the loner and he you know plays by his own rules mm-hmm. he's like you know um hanging out in all of the brothels and stealing all of this money working for like some shady dudes to try to like you know um just make as much money as possible he might be like a hired gun or something Ooh. but i imagine him more as like um you know maybe people die in the process but his job is much more like a little more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. i imagine just because it's a comedy yeah, it's like a, any violence is just kind of like, it's not like blood and guts violence. It's yeah, yeah, it's like the play dead. violence where yeah. they're like falling out of windows, but they're fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like he doesn't even like touch them and they just die. Exactly, yeah. He's like Can pretends just... to, sh- or like goes to shoot them and they just 
go ahead and die. Yeah, they're done. So he's then. never actually like a gunslinging, like hasn't killed anybody. Yeah, no, I can I definitely, I can yeah. definitely get behind that. Because that's comedy. Yes. Everybody, can that's we comedy. answer a question? Yeah, what's your question? This might be for me. This might be for someone else who asked me to ask this. What is a cowboy? A cowboy. I, like, are we talking in, in this context or just, <laughs> oh, my God. Because if I just, like. <laughs> like, do they do something? I feel like. <laughs> they herd cows. Herd them? Mm-hmm. Cows. On horses. On horses. Okay. Right? I, I just think of it as being like the ultimate Halloween costume. Yeah, right? <laughs> I know. I'm like, I know what they wear. Yeah, what the hell like, are they doing? I, f- <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like cowboy, there's like, um, if you're going by like the Oklahoma, the musical mm-hmm. definition, it's like there's the cowboy and then there's like the farmhand and they should be friends. And th- it, according to the song, the... <laughs> <laughs> the cowboy and the farmer. Um, yeah, let's start there. Let's Jake, start there. Let's to figure out. <laughs> okay, listen, listen, listen. I'm getting somewhere. So the farmer is in charge of like tending to the crops and mm-hmm. stuff. And I think of like the cowboy as being like, okay, we're gonna like handle the fields the f- well the like animals. yeah maybe the maybe it's hurting the cattle but i'm not sure if that's right it doesn't feel right but what, <laughs> but why are they like why is there like such they're like sex symbols with like the specific pants and hat and shirt yeah. what are they doing they need to do have you seen explained on netflix they yeah. need to do an episode on cowboys i feel really embarrassed that i don't know what a cowboy well, I is asked. nobody knows what the fuck i didn't know i didn't know until just this moment <laughs> i'm feeling like like we should do some research. <laughs> Maybe they're just doing push-ups. I'm laughing so loud in the mic. So bad. Turn yes. her off. Okay, so he's well, a cowboy. So he's a cowboy. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. Yeah, he's like, um, I'm not sure if cowboy is the right word for him. He's more of like, um, he's like he's a Robin Hood sort of figure. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. he's he's um. Like He's up to no good. But, the, but we're rooting for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. We're rooting exactly. for him. Rooting tootin' for Buster. <laughs> rootin' tootin' for Buster. That's what, every, what's, that's what the t-shirts say. Rootin Everybody in the village. Yeah, yeah, we're rooting tootin' for Buster. <laughs> <laughs> And is, and he's like well known in the town, right? Yeah, I think he kind of like goes around from town to town, mm. just like you know, he's he's the sort of person who like I think that he's got like his friends in each town. Whenever he goes into the saloon, it's just like, hey, it's Buster. But then the sheriff in every town is just like, oh, we don't like Buster. And right. there's like gonna be like the reward posters for oh, him yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, sharpshooter. Yeah, he's a sharpshooter. Uh, and so- like the law is after him. Yeah, they oh, yeah. are. So who's the sheriff? Yeah. The sheriff. Um, so I, I'm not sure if we've met the sheriff okay. yet um, because the only other option would be for it to be um, our our musical theater man or um, Mel Brooks, and I don't think it's either of them. Yeah. Mel Brooks, Native American sheriff. No. Hmm. I still can't believe we don't know what a cowboy is. It's kind of a bummer. <laughs> At least we know what a sheriff is. Yeah. Hey, we, we got that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Law. Don't ask me to define it. <laughs> it's a jail I picture cop. At, least, at least a couple scenes in like the sexy saloon mm. yes. with some iconic actress from the 70s where it's like super sexist, but everyone was like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, women. She's like, oh, buster. Women in this movie 
to... I would guess, and maybe you disagree with me because this is your movie, Jake. Mm-hmm. Do they have any <laughs> autonomy in this movie? <laughs> See, I think that they definitely exist solely for the male protagonist in this movie, but mm-hmm. I think that it's also one of those situations where she's just like, oh, I don't like you at first, but then she, he like has to like woo her and convince her that like, mm. you know, yeah. he's got this heart of gold yeah. sort of deal. So there is a love interest. There's for, a, oh, I, of course, there's a love yeah, interest. of course. A Roland Zahay. A Roland Zahay. Can we name her? Um, yeah, let's call her Beatrice. Oh, Beatrice and Buster. So Beatrice hot. and Buster. A couple made in Beatrice. Western heaven. <laughs> love it. And is she a a a woman of the brothel? I think she's like a barmaid. Oh, okay. You know, like yeah. I think she's like, um, you know, she's like working behind the bar, just like she's always just cleaning oh, a glass. I thought you said barn. She's <laughs> a barn maid. She she cleans the barn. barn. <laughs> she smells she's, like shit. She's one of those barn maids. Beatrice smells That's like why shit. I laugh. Barmaid is fine. Barn. <laughs> That's I, way hotter. When you said barmaid, I imagine I'm just like continuing to riff in my mind on the humor of this movie and i'm just imagining her as like doing like modern day mixologist kind of like trick bartending but in an old western setting where she's taking like Mm -hmm. the glasses and juggling them and and then after everything lands one of the bottles like explodes behind her yes and gene wilder rolls his eyes that's comedy guys that's (laughs) i'm gonna just keep saying that's comedy (laughs) when the window breaks in the distance guys this is exactly what the writer's room for this movie was was this is the riot that they were talking about this is riot (laughs) we're rioting so we got beatrice we got buster yeah. We got a barmaid and a, a cowboy. Barmaid and a cowboy walk into a bar. <laughs> and then what? Okay, so he's in trouble here and there, but he doesn't have any like does he have like a hit out? Or is he like not that troubling? Yeah, I think that I think he does have a hit out for him. And I think that that's where, like, the beginning of our movie Mm -hmm. really starts with, like, him coming back to town trying to, like, woo this woman who he's, like, you know, he's always, like, you know, he's he he, he doesn't need anybody in the world, so it's not, like, a big deal for him. Mm -hmm. But he's always flirting with her because just that's the sort of guy that he is. Mm -hmm. And and maybe there's a shootout in this bar that she's at while he's flirting with her. And that's when we meet our... um, our, what, what's his name? Clavon. Clavon. That's where we meet Clavon. I, I have to. I don't want to call him Cats guy yeah, because he wasn't in Cats. He wasn't in Cats. Clavon. <laughs> uh, let's name him uh, uh, something. In the I movie. need like another like um, wild. Uh, we're gonna call him Billy Bob. It's just a lot of because we gotta names. stick with the bees. Yeah, yeah I like the bees mm-hmm. for Billy, sure. Billy Bob, Buster, and Beatrice. Yeah, Billy Bob, Buster, and Beatrice. That sounds like a perfect cast of characters to me. Yeah. So so Billy Bob. Uh, I think he's the sort of guy where he's um, he's he's in a similar kind of world that um, that our protagonist is in, mm-hmm. where he's also like making money off of like the like exploited system of the Wild West. So I think he's like he makes his money off of being like a bounty hunter. Mm. Oh, so yeah. he's trying to capture um, our our very good friend Gene. Uh-oh. Oh, perfect. This is um like a what is that movie? Uh Django. Exactly. Bounty Hunter, Quentin Tarantino loves Bounty Hunter. It's basically the same movie. Great. 
What if I did that? What if I just ex- what if I just like <laughs> did the summary of Django I mean, Unchained? I think like, a lot of our hmm. guests like lift a lot of things, and they're like, "Oh, I guess I just kind of lifted that from like, but like another movie." So does everybody that's ever made an movie. actual movie. Yeah. Yep, we're always lifting something, especially Quentin Tarantino. In this case, he's lifting from your movie, Jake. That exactly. You're right now. <laughs> Love it. And also, I mean, like when you, even when you think about this movie, this is a parody on the Wild West, like mm-hmm. the classic yeah. Wild West themed, mm-hmm. you know, movie. So like that's where that's coming from. Anyways. Yeah. And I feel like also um, at one point, Billy Bob is showing off mm-hmm. and he's like showing someone what he does with his like cool pistol in a duel. Yes. And his like flip. He, you know how they flip it on their thumb? Mm-hmm. Like everybody in this this film juggles uh-huh. things. Mm-hmm. And he, he shows like, pull it out and it flips and, he, and it's like a 30 second flip. And he's like, and it's, it's like this <laughs> prolonged yes. moment. And he's like, and holster. And holster. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm so good at writing. But when comedy. he holsters it, it shoots a bullet straight into <laughs> yes, the ground. Yes. <laughs> That's the and he's like, button. He's like, I'm fine. And his like neck gets really tall. Yeah. <laughs> And that's comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Oh, Clayvon. So, yes, I love Billy Bob being the um, bounty hunter. And he's going after Buster. Yes, yes, he's going after Buster. Knowingly? Like, does Buster know? Yeah, I think, well, I think that Buster figures it out as this shooting scene takes place. Love it, love it. You know, and I think that, I think that, like, um, you know what? I don't think that, I think that Buster tries to get out of there. Just like he's trying to get out of there, and he's being followed by um, by uh, Billy Bob at this mm-hmm. point. And I think that I think he's going to come back to like woo Beatrice later. But we're still in the first ten minutes of the film. It's too <laughs> early for him to like convince oh, no. her that he's like the man of her dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, so he gets out of there. He's like on the in the train stop, walk, 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 turn, and Billy Bob like gets behind a pillar. Like it's like really clunky exactly. following. He's and getting Jim on a Wilder's train. Like, He's not taking his horse. Now here's what's happening. No, oh. no, 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 no. He's get, he gets on his horse, and then we do opening credits. So we're <gasps> seeing we all of this. We're okay. seeing Mel Brooks. We're seeing Gene Wilder. We're seeing Clayvon. What's little? His name? Little. <laughs> Cannot remember little. for the life of <laughs> this guy. Little is. do we know about Clayvon, that guy. <laughs> so he's getting out of town. That's the setup. Yeah, he's okay. getting out of town. We're listening to some Wild West music playing in the background, and he's going. <laughs> I think that there's going to be like this fun moment where he's like on his horse. Horse, and then they come up next to a train, and then I think the horse like jumps on to the yes. back of the train because <laughs> yes. this is you know wild yeah. ass comedy right here. And I think there's all this silly obstacles that ha- happens. I think at one point we probably leave the Wild West and we're like, you know, it's like him riding across different like lands and yeah, like all like of a we sudden go to it's Hawaii like somehow. yeah, we go to Hawaii somehow, maybe like the streets of New York, just uh, something that completely <laughs> takes us out of the yes. film, and then we're back right in it. Love it. These are the best opening credits of all time. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's fun too because a lot of people worked on this movie, so it gets, so it goes on for like a long ass time. <laughs> this is like credit. actually the bulk of the movie is the yeah. credits. Well, yes. The movie's only ninety minutes long, so yeah. And the first forty are just opening credits. <laughs> Mel's like, I don't have much of a story for this one, so we're gonna knock out twenty minutes with the credits. <laughs> montage of traveling across the U.S. <laughs> montage, baby. So then after this montage finishes, right? Where do we end up? I think we end up. Um, maybe we end up in like. Um, in the woods or the forest kind of area. We're just like in kind of the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And we discover that, um, that like he's been followed. It's been followed oh, no. by, mm. by Billy Bob here. And it's just him and his horse here. Maybe it's like late at night and here is like the, 
crack of like a stick or something. Mm-hmm. And there's Billy Bob, <gasps> and they have a tussle, and uh, <laughs> and you know this is like you know we, we're adding comedy to it, so it's a very silly tussle, and then it ends it. with like Billy Bob has the upper hand, and the way to get out of it, our protagonist here has to like convince Billy Bob that there's like a much bigger prize to be had so that he has like this idea of robbing like I don't know stealing like there's not really museums in the wild west or at least in my mind there isn't but I imagine like a jewel heist happening <laughs> the MoMA <laughs> the we gotta west. go to the MoMA <laughs> museum in the middle of the town. <laughs> like so they have to steal a Jackson Pollock pen. He, <laughs> he gets Billy Bob folded in. He's like, listen, I know I'm your target, but I got a even bigger, like think bigger. Exactly, exactly. Oh, and great. he's been needing yes. like a second guy for this anyways. Okay, perfect. So the two of them get into like this, um, this situation together where they need to like, you know, go rob the... MoMA. Yeah, the MoMA. <laughs> I, I want it to be like... Why can't it just be like a mega bank? A mega bank? Yeah, With I like think a mega bank like works. Gold bars. Biggest bank. Yeah, yeah, like a like a vault of gold bars. Or what if we went super classic and they like do something at the Alamo? <laughs> <laughs> Did the Alamo have money? I don't no, know. it didn't. Like maybe National Treasure that shit where he's like Think big here, Billy Bob. <laughs> Under the Alamo. <laughs> He's like, what? Because <laughs> then it could end up being nothing. Like they could be seeking something that's. I like oh. that. That that definitely Sorry, works I'm for me. Really a treasure that might not exist. <laughs> yeah. Tangential here. No, I like the idea because that puts it in a place in history too, which is mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Like they're just like having to do this surrounding the Alamo. <laughs> Wait, is the Alamo <laughs> happening in it's, this idea? <laughs> well, the Al- I've been there. It's so small. Humble brag. Yeah, I've, I like took a picture out been front. To the <laughs> I don't even know what the Alamo is. I I know about it, as much as the Al, about the Alamo I as it, I do about a cowboy. It took place during some war, but yeah. they were defending the Alamo. Was like the last stand of the Alamo in is San Antonio. In we like don't know Texas, what cowboys right? are. We don't know what. Yeah, the Alamo it's a mission. Is. It's a historic mission and fortress that was a compound in the 18th century for Roman Catholic missionaries, and I think it was like the last. I mean, the last standing or the last safe place during. But wasn't there war? also like a major battle that happened there? The was. Battle of the Alamo. Yeah. During which war, though? 1854. Whoa, this is a lot of stuff we don't know, guys. 400 to 600 people were killed and wounded. <laughs> don't One need to know that. Gene Just which war? <laughs> Mexican Republic against the Republic of Texas. Okay. A pivotal event in the Texas Revolution. The Texas Revolution. Hmm. Anyway, it was like a, it's like a tiny little brick thing, and I took a picture in front of it. Obviously, didn't learn shit about it. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. Something like that, where it's like a because you said there aren't museums, but yeah. that's like a museum now. Exactly, it makes exactly. total sense. Texas. Yeah. Okay, so they're looking for treasure at the Alamo or otherwise. Mm-hmm. They become they become cohorts. cohorts exactly, courts. Okay. And I've ima- I imagine this is like where they're going is really far away from where they are. Yes, already. it must be. So there's be. like this <laughs> fucking long trip that they need to make in yes. order to get there. On like a ski lift. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Any way that you can travel, they do. Plane, train, automobile, yes. ski lift. Yes, exactly. Yes. They like get their, yeah, yeah, yes. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, and along the way, that's where the hijinks 
All of the hijinks. All happen. of the hijinks, and possibly racist Mel Brooks. Yeah, I oh, think that's yeah. where we meet. So many race issues. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Is Mel Brooks not, not Native American? No, he's Jewish he's white man. So oh. Jewish. Um, yeah. I've never heard the word hijinks. Hijinks, really? You haven't? Have I? Anyway, I would hope you Mel have. Brooks is not Native American. No, as far as I know. No, no, no. I can double check, but just so no, that he's not. you know, we don't. Get no, off. he's very Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> he's like known. I say so Jewish because he's just like known for being Jewish. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So presumably, somewhere along the way, we come into contact with with Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks character. That's such a, it's such a silly situation. Like, it's just, I'm, I'm having such a hard time processing. Just be like, you know, it's like you have, like, why is it that character that you wanted to play? Yeah, you know, right? this is your movie. You yeah. can play any character that you Oh, yeah. I think about that about Quentin Tarantino all the time because he, mm-hmm. re- he goes into the character that, like, is the most so scary racist with, like, writing lines where he's saying the N-word. And I'm yeah. like, why yeah. are you choosing that? I've had the same thought. But so weird. I think they're just <laughs> old white men. And their sense of humor, it's a little different. It's a little dated. You so know, Jake, you're an old white man. <laughs> <laughs> I am far past my prime. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So but yeah, I totally agree. It's suspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why are you letting this out in your movie? He thought that was the funniest thing for him to play mm-hmm. that role. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. no, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I remember as a kid how frequently we said certain things that we thought was really funny. That's not like calling people what we now say as the R word. That was like such a silly thing when I was in grade school to just use that word. Oh, yes. Every. Yeah. Every, like almost everyone. Mm-hmm. The point and is so, that we adapt and change. Right. But like that's made into a film. So what? he can't change it. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's, I feel like it's a similar thing. Like I, my mind changed about that word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and as a kid, I said it and I thought I was so funny. So I feel for it because I'm sure, I'm sure if he could take it back, he maybe would. Maybe. Uh, but it's like in the, annals of history how old is mel brooks now he must be like in his 80s right he might be a thousand he could be dead he's 93 93 he's still alive at 93 well yeah holy shit what did i just say (laughs) (laughs) no i'm lying (laughs) gotcha damn he's gonna live forever um Great. So what a, where do we, <laughs> I also cut you off. Did you have a thought? Oh no, I was just going to move the, f- the plot yeah, please, a little please. bit forward. Yeah, please just please do get... what this podcast is about while we try to, to distract you. Exactly. <laughs> so I think that, you know, along the way they're getting into all sorts of hijinks. Mm-hmm. They each have their own horse. And I think that their horses get into all sorts of hijinks too. <laughs> I imagine like, um, there's like a situation, maybe one of like the horses is really bad at being a horse and like, <gasps> you know, about... there's sleeping in one of the tents and then they're just like oh no where the other tent go and it's like the horse has it over its entire body <laughs> and it's like in a lake now and he's just prancing around just like something just absolutely ridiculous that's so <laughs> funny that's like the dragon in shrek it's like in love with the donkey it like doesn't know how to be a yeah. dragon <laughs> oh, i <laughs> love it i love you the horse is like i was cold <laughs> oh. <laughs> i love this horse who thinks You're it's a useless. human yeah 
Maybe like the horse like ends up just like doing a full sprint right into like the um, Native American tribe that they eventually meet. Oh no! Um, oh no! Meet <laughs> Mel Brooks in, but there, there's a certain situation where like I imagine it's like I don't know, like they're all they're all getting along. They're all like talking. They they're meeting each other, um, coming from all different worlds and stuff. Maybe they're like starving at this point and just like have no food or whatever. And the mm-hmm. tribe is helping them out. And then Mel Brooks is like, I, you know, the the one that has like some special gift that they need for their heist. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm trying to imagine what. Well, that, what about like dances like dances with wolves? You know how, like, he... Have you seen that? Nope. I this, saw parts of it. This thing happened frequently where... Okay, when all the whiteies were coming from Europe... <laughs> yes. It frequently happened that lower-class white people would, like, run away with Native American tribes because they were, like, accepted and they would, like, basically be adopted and, like, run away. Hmm. But it never happened the reverse. Like Native Americans mm. never tried to like join what the white people were doing, mm-hmm. yeah, so they didn't like what they were doing. <laughs> I feel like the joke could be trying to get into Mel Brooks' head here. <laughs> Yikes! The thing they need is made possible by like the horse joining the Native American tribe, mm. and they're like somehow somehow the horse runs away to become one of them. No, you guys both went really silent. We need something from the tribe. Yeah? We need something from the tribe. We need something from the tribe. So, okay, this movie has to be awkwardly racist. It has to be. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay, yes. so my my point in going there is like either the horse or Clavon <laughs> try to join the tribe. Right. Yes. <laughs> and they're like, you can't join them. But then because of that, they get the thing. I like that. It's a joke about history. It's very good. It's history's Julie, funny. That's comedy. <laughs> that's comedy. I okay. So what I'm imagining so is mad. that they're all sitting around the circle, awkwardly racist. Whatever making you fun say, of, I'm gonna stare at you, and I'm not gonna laugh. Go on. I bet you will. Jake will be on my side. Um, <laughs> I imagine there's a scene where they're sitting around the campfire, and it's like that. They're making fun of in true Mel Brooks fashion, Native American um, ceremony ceremony of like smoking the pipe. But instead of a pipe, they just have a full bong and you look over and the horse is just smoking the bong. And then it's then we discover the horse is going to join the Native American tribe. Michael left. By the way, that's my husband, Michael. Oh, hi, Michael. This is Jake. Jake. (laughs) Not much. He's doing a podcast. It's really good. Mary. Thank you. Right. You like it? Yeah, so high horse. We got a high horse. The Get horse on your stays high horse. Get on oh, your high oh, horse. Shit. Get on Boom. your high horse and now ride. That's comedy. That's now where it came from. Yeah. I have to point at both of you when I see it. <laughs> now that's comedy. She's flexing so hard. There's <laughs> tears coming out of her. So weird. Okay, get on your high horse and let's ride. And they take uh, Mel Brooks' Native American with them. Great. Mm. For okay. some, because like he's that. got something. Maybe he picks locks. Yeah, I think I think that that is the simplest thing that we're gonna find. They <laughs> yeah. needed to find right. a lock pick, and um, great, they found one. Mel yeah. Brooks. He ties knots. He picks locks. He does handy stuff. Love it. <laughs> he's probably wearing like a ceremonial. Oh, oh yeah. god, lots yeah. of feathers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's great. It's not that funny, but it gets us to the next piece. Are you kidding me? <laughs> High horse <laughs> is the so best mad. joke I've. <laughs> 
ever collaborated on writing. I, I made that part up. I know, but we Jake, collaborated. Jake, take the wheel. <laughs> Next. Okay. All right. Jesus, all right. Take the wheel. So, so they get into um, all sorts of hijinks. I think that there's one time before they reach their destination where they like have to come into a town and like he's remembered and it's like a all out shootout yeah. happening right now where there's like there first there's like a sheriff convention in town and they all fucking recognize okay. a this sheriff guy. convention so they're all shooting at them and they gotta like do some crazy ass shit to get out of the way i think that mel brooks saves the day because of course mel brooks would write that happening yeah, yeah. um you know and all the sound effects are like Exactly, exactly. It's the Wild West, but there's like lots of like fist fights happening, uh-huh. I think. They all have guns, but nobody's really using them. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, okay. yeah, lots of lots of those hijinks. And I think that they get out, but they just barely get out of it. Yeah. You know? And they then, army crawl out. Yeah, sure. they yeah, they army crawl out of that bitch. <laughs> and then <laughs> that bitch town. <laughs> this two horse town. <laughs> that becomes a zero horse town after their escape. <laughs> they have a sign that says population of horses. It just says two, and that's then they cross, cross it out. out. Yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you, like, see the guy who, like, the sign writer gets so excited when they come into town and then <laughs> just like, so <gasps> bummed out when they town. leave. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so then wow. they get to the Alamo. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, Julie. Thank Next you. scene, Thank you. they're at the Alamo. Great. And okay. there's a big fight happening, which they don't know anything about. Okay. Yeah, like, like um, we didn't know yeah. anything about the history of the Alamo. Exactly. Did you ever, this is a complete side note, did either of you ever watch The, the Whitest Kids You Know? No. Do you have any idea what I'm talking no, about? No, that sounds like uh, something I'd love. They say. were like, they were like this group of of these like guys that were like doing. Um, I think they had their own television show, but I think they were more of like one of like the first like web series kinds mm. of things. I don't remember exactly how they got their start, but like they had. Um, it was mostly just like sketch comedy that they would do. It was very like SNL y mm. a lot of the time, and they had this. Um, <laughs> they had this like long. Um, documentary comedy series that was called the um, Revolutionary War on Drugs, and it was like the two of them, um, like living in the South during like during. The, oh, it wasn't the Revolutionary War. It was um, it was the Civil War on Drugs, mm-hmm. and it was like <laughs> them living in the South, and like there was the war between the North and the South, and like through their hijinks, they like got super stoned and like. They thought that the Civil War was over weed and, like, one side wanted their, like, weed to be legal and the other side didn't. That's awesome. It was just, it just, me talking about this, creating it in my head, I'm just thinking about that a lot and I just think it's, I just think it's silly. The Whitest Kids You Know. Yes. I have to watch that. Yeah, sounds funny. It was cute. Awesome plug for that. Yeah. Now I really want to watch it. (laughs) 2007 to 2011. Yeah. I just looked it up. It's real. He's not lying. Good, good. I thought he was lying. They even have a Wikipedia page. Oh my God, just like airplanes. (laughs) (laughs) I got two to read tonight. (laughs) What? I said I have two Wikipedia pages to read tonight. Airplanes and Whitest Kids You Know. Got you. Got it. I thought you said tutoring. I have tutoring tonight. I was like, we don't need to know. Tutoring tonight. tonight. I have to go. (laughs) We're at the Alamo. We're at the Alamo. There's a fight. 
There's a fight at the Alamo. Is there's it a the Mexican big fight. War? Like yeah, it is the they Mexican come War in is on happening. The war. <laughs> yeah. And and I think that they're using the war as like a distraction so that they can steal all this gold. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is like a very good distraction. Like very. if that's what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. there's not many better distractions than yeah. a war. They come sure. in expecting to have to do all this work and they're like, "Oh my god, there's a war." Wait. We don't have to do anything. That is nice. Yeah. And to be clear, there's no gold. Um, there's no gold it, unless you count like you know the the friendship that's blossomed between wow. these two men. That's what it's about. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. Truly, that's also kind of a joke about history because Columbus thought there was gold here. Mm-hmm. Turns out he had the gold inside his heart the whole time. Mm. 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 But also, no. <laughs> 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 this movie's really historically f- accurate and funny. Truly. Okay. Truly. It's an amazing film. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think in Love this it. process, there's this very, very sad, the really only real scene that's mm-hmm. like, you know, eh, what's, what, what's the like word I'm meaty? looking for? Yeah, the most meaty scene of the whole movie takes place during this time where Mel Brooks gets shot in the Alamo and oh, dies. No. And like, that's when like the men realize just how much they all mean to each other and how wow. this like, it's like almost like a coming of age kind of like film because these are all three people who have never really like you know, experience that sort of like connection with other people. And they realize that in this moment where, where, where little Mill Brooks gets, gets killed in the Alamo that he didn't even know that was happening. Moment of silence for the chieftain. (laughs) (laughs) For the chieftain. (laughs) So they get out all except for Mill Brooks. Yeah. We don't know what happens to his body. Not to <laughs> Why get... is that the question? <laughs> what happens to the body? <laughs> I think maybe there's, um, maybe this Oops. is like. I just imagine there being just room for another comedic riff on disposing of a body. You know? <laughs> a la young Frankenstein style. Yeah, and also he di- when he dies, there's like several moments of being like. <gasps> yeah, oh, there's a lot. Yeah, that, it's a five and a half minute death yeah. sequence. Yeah. Great. That's and what like, we just all hate. Die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm not sure if he dies like in the war itself or if he gets shot in the war and then they like mm-hmm. make an escape and then mm. he dies from the wound afterwards. Yeah. By in like a medic bed. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's just like them at their campsite, like close by, and there's like the you know, they, they here's how here's how they send off his body. Yes. They create a raft mm-hmm. and they send him off into the lake. Yep. But it keeps floating back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like the tide is too strong. Comedy. Comedy. <laughs> they keep, they just scene after scene, they're just trying to push him further and further it's, out. It's five and a half minutes. And then there's like this long silence after he comes back, maybe the fourth time. <laughs> and then uh, Billy Bob just turns to him and just goes, I think we should just bury him. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh my God. I love it. And I think that that's really well of like where our movie starts to come to a close where nobody really got what they wanted, but they found that they got what they wanted anyways. I think that we find in this last scene that um, these two men are, um, even though they've both been like rough and tumble with each other. Oh shit. I forgot about Beatrice. Oh yeah. Well, I, I we think, can swing back around. I think around. the movie probably forgets about her <laughs> like, until the real. end. 
<laughs> Maybe that's the town we're in at the end. Yeah, fact, I like in that. In fact, so sweet of you to even bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> Jake cares about women. <laughs> so we come back to her. So, yeah, so I think we come back to to the um maybe this is the the scene before um before like the the actual scene that I watched where it's him coming back to the um to the, like the bar and talking with her and stuff and I think that I'm trying to think of how how he inevitably like would woo her because this whole situation is just like hey I just like maybe he just here's what happens here's what happens um this experience with Mel Brooks and with his newly found friend Billy Bob mm-hmm. has caused him to just have a new um, philosophy about the world and about the way that he treats people. And I think that he just comes clean about all of his like feelings that he has for her. And maybe it's like, it's like the sort of situation where something could happen, but inevitably that's also not who he is as a person. So they like decide to go their separate ways, but like there's a lot of closure there, mm-hmm. wow. you know? That's what it's all about. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the, like the Han Solo, I love you, I know moment. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do either you watch Star Wars? Any of those movies? Yeah, I ha- I do. The, you, but, uh, yeah, there's like the, this really cute moment right before like Han Solo goes off to like what he thinks is going to be his death, mm-hmm. where Princess Leia says to him, "She's like, I love you," and he like says, "I know," and then he just yeah. like leaves. And there's like I don't know. It's just such a great cinematic moment where it's like there's weirdly so much closure in it, and you just like. You know, you you you. It creates this very like condensed thing that just completely shows what these two characters' relationships are with each other. Mm. And I think that there's like you know, kind of one of those. I think we leave it on like a note where like it's just very clear to the audience that these two are not going to be together, but they um, they're like still like perfect for each other, but it's just not going to happen. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he's with Billy Bob. Because he's with Billy oh. Bob now, and it also leaves room for there to be a sequel, mm-hmm. which I don't think comes. No, 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 no. Wow, wow. Okay, I have a activity for us. Ooh. Yeah, is it Can coloring? Each of us. That's not very good for podcast <laughs> content. <laughs> you're I welcome drew to a stay house. after in color. <laughs> um, no, I want us to try to make up a tagline for one of the characters. So for like Buster, Billy Bob, or. The chieftain. <laughs> a tagline. Like their tagline that they say throughout the movie. Oh, that oh. they say throughout the movie. Like a catchphrase. Mm. If anything comes to you, just let it out. Um, I think for Gene Wilder, <laughs> uh, his character Buster, people keep calling him a cowboy. And he goes, not a cowboy, a cow man. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Complicates For the complicates, what question. is a cowboy? <laughs> <laughs> cowboy, cowman. I'm, I'm a, cow a cow man. man. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, <laughs> that could be under the on the movie posters, like Blazing Saddles. <laughs> I'm not a cowboy. I'm a cowman. Cow I like that. Can I, like I also add? This is not a tagline, but I imagine throughout the movie. After they visit the Native Americans, the horse just continually gets high every night. And they just find different <laughs> yes. drug paraphernalia. Yes. And the horse is yes. just continuing to get high and high and uh-huh. high. I like that. I and like now that he's quite just a bit. permanently a high horse. And gets high on like funny things too. Like yeah. When he smokes a bomb. Bomb. When he smokes <laughs> the bomb. That is a funny thing to get like high off of. Colorful, yeah. like rainbow bubbles that come out. Exactly. <laughs> 
super accurate. Super wow, accurate. this is amazing, Jake. Thank yeah. you. I just now, wrote it. We have a little surprise <laughs> for you. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do I get to hear about what the actual movie is? Well, well okay, I actually, Mary, I kind of fell through on my promise a little bit because I have seen this. I just didn't remember it. Whoa. We both agreed ask. we've we would both not watch this movie and be fully with you for this ride. <laughs> yeah. For this Mary romp. knew nothing about it. I still know zero about it. <laughs> I, Your movie is the closest I know to a plot about this movie. I really hope I'm close. I've but definitely I don't seen feel like it. I, am. I can tell you. <laughs> well, I can tell you guys one thing. Yeah. Okay. So you are very on with it being like a total spoof of a Western. It's like yes. considered the ultimate Western spoof. Yes. And it like it's the also the only Western spoof that I can think yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. Spaghetti. Um, okay. So basically the plot is like a plot within a plot. So when they're riding away at the end, mm -hmm. it's supposed to be like clear that they're on a set when they get in the Cadillac. So okay. you were right about that where you were like, I don't know if it's like we know they're in a movie or we don't, but we do. Okay. Or like they're in a story. I don't know if you necessarily know. I, I don't remember it very well at all, but I knew, I remember that like the, the, Guy Clavon Little is appointed sheriff ah. to a town that has like gone way up in value because they're trying to build train tracks or like the highway. And so this town is on the path and it's like raised its value like crazy high. So they're trying to run everybody out of town. So they appoint a black sheriff to run everybody out of town. Mm. So it's like super questionable and, and racist and weird. Couldn't um, have guessed that. Yeah, so it's super weird. And then I think the Native American chieftain is like a cameo where mm. he like comes through town at some point and it's Mel okay. Brooks and he speaks Yiddish. Why? Because he thought it was funny to be a Yiddish-speaking Native American. You don't think that's funny? I don't, I, I, I don't know if I get the joke. I don't yeah. know if I do either. I guess I don't get it. <laughs> I guess it's not for everyone. Um. Yeah, so it's just it's just... Very weird. I like Jake's better. Yeah, me too. This is so funny. His is the only one I'll ever watch. <laughs> let's, in fact, let's we should make it. Do that. Yeah. Let's just make so it. So the title is Blazing Saddles. Why do you mm -hmm. think it's called that? Um, because of how high his horse is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Heat <And> rises <laughs> and <cut>. scene. <laughs> wow. That was da -da -da -da. Um, so, no. So Jake, um, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. You're a delightful guest. Um, would you like our listeners to know anything more about you? Like if you want them to follow you on social media or if you want them to like reach out and like email you and be your friend or come to your shows. Um, to be honest, I don't really have any social media. Great. So that's great. Jay, no. good for you. <laughs> the allure is even I, greater. The truth, I have an Instagram, but I have a hundred followers and I've posted three times and I've had it for four years. <laughs> So the so, odds of you upping are, that yeah, are, those are yeah. pretty bad Slim. stats. But um, no, seriously, that's... I mean, if you want to follow me, you can, but I don't really care. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you want to follow Jake, you're going to have to go find him on the internet. <laughs> How about that? Him. If you want to follow him, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that, then you'll know He doesn't care if fans. you want to follow him or not. <laughs> wow. um, Mary, do you have anything to say to me? Uh, absolutely nothing. Great. I've said everything I needed to say to you <laughs> <laughs> for a and lifetime. Out. <laughs> oh, that was so much fun. No.
This podcast is produced by Rock Rising. Come follow us on Instagram, and if you want to hear more podcasts, visit rockrising.org. Thanks.